maybe you are wanting to start a business or you're like me and you're thinking about, okay, who can I hold space for? And you want to call in more abundance or more clients. Maybe you're trying to buy a house. I mean, you can literally desire whatever you want. What's up, babe? Welcome to Boldly Courageous, a podcast created for you, the ambitious woman who is ready to take action and step fully into the life you've always dreamed of. I'm your host, Melissa Martin, and each week I will be your virtual wingwoman as you gain the tools and confidence to face your fears head on. The time is now, and this is your permission slip to live your boldly courageous life. Are you ready, babe? Let's do this. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Boldly Courageous. I am so excited, grateful, honored that you are here with me. And today is a super special day because I am looking at the numbers for the podcast. I'm not really a numbers person. I mean, I kind of am, but like when it comes to this, like the podcast, it's honestly, it's something really fun for me. It's, it's, Yes, there's a a strategy, right? It's something that helps build your audience. It helps build engagement. It gets your message out there. And also it's like my soul's calling. So it doesn't feel like work. It doesn't feel like a business. It just feels like a further extension of who I am. Another way that I get to connect and not only connect with you, but connect with amazing guests and have juicy conversations. And that's literally like my favorite thing to do. So I don't check the downloads or the numbers frequently. However, I happened to take a look the other day and guys, I am literally freaking out because I launched this podcast in the beginning of May. So really, I mean, it's August 7th today that I'm recording this will be next week when this episode comes out, but, uh, it's, so it's been three months and I already have 9,744 downloads. That's freaking awesome. Like we're going to hit 10,000 downloads probably by the time this episode releases and 27 countries, you guys, do you know how amazing that is? Like it's, I just have to say this, like when you're a creator and I know you guys, you're my people, so you get this, but like when you're a creator and you put yourself out there, you just hope that one person listens, right? You have no idea the impact that you're going to make. And you obviously hope that your message lands and that it's well received, especially when it's something like podcasting where you're using your voice and you're sharing stories and you know, you hope that it gets received, but to see the growth and the momentum and the impact, it's humbling. And I'm just so grateful because I know that there are so many incredible podcasters out there and YouTubers, and there's just so many resources that you can choose from every single day. So the fact that you're here and listening and sharing and all the DMs that I get, I just honestly, from the bottom of my heart, I have to say thank you so much. I'm so grateful to you. And it is my mission to continue to serve. So if there's a way that I can do that, if there's a topic that you want to hear, DM me. I'm at the Melissa Martin on Instagram. It's where I hang out the most. And I love to have conversations in the DMs. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. So if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I just came back from a week and a half trip to Sedona. And I'm going to 
record another podcast on my Sedona experience. There were so many amazing things that happened and synchronicities and messages from the universe. And I, literally I could probably record 15 episodes. Like it was that juicy. So I was in Sedona during a full moon and I did a full moon ritual that was so powerful, probably the most powerful full moon ritual I've ever done. And I want to talk to you about full moon and new moon rituals because if you've been around a little while or you follow me on social media, you know that I am here for the woo woo. I love spirituality. I love these like deep, beautiful, ancient practices that bring us back to our, our roots of primal, tribal, connected, elevated beings. And I think when we're born into this world, we're super connected and just life and thoughts and language and conditioning we through that process we just forget right at least that's my belief that's what i subscribe to so we spend our lives learning and then we get to a point of pain where we realize it's time to unlearn all the things and get back to our truth um, but i digress so i want to talk about how to utilize some spiritual practices more specifically around full moons and new moons to manifest things in your life and your business now Yes, this is super woo-woo. And also, this is a practice that I actually use in my business because one, it's energetic, two, it's intentional, and three, it really helps you to every, you know, 14 days for the most part, anchor into a specific type of energy. So it's almost like a check-in with your business, which actually from a strategy standpoint is super helpful. So I'm excited to share it with you. And even if you're not woo woo, you know, maybe this is like your intro to it. Maybe you try it on for size and, and see how it works. And this is something that you can apply to all areas of your life, money, love, relationships, business, you name it, you can apply it here. Okay. So let's start with the full moon because we just had a beautiful full moon and it's something that most people are pretty familiar with, right? I think everybody knows what a full moon is. So when we think about a full moon, we think of it at full color, full fullness, right? The entire moon is luminescent. There's no shadow across it at all. We all know that a full moon comes with full potency, right? It controls the tides and the oceans. Um, lots of babies are born, people go crazy. So there's definitely something special and energetic about a full moon. And when you think about what happens after a full moon, slowly but surely, the moon starts to empty itself of light or it moves to blackness, right? So it becomes less and less full as we get to a new moon where there's actually, we don't actually see the moon. It's there, but it's a shadow, right? We don't see it at all. Earth's shadow is in front of it. So it's completely black and completely void of color. So when you think about a full moon being at its peak, what happens after that is it starts to empty. It starts to empty light. It starts to empty luminescence and it moves to black. So when it comes to a full moon ritual, we want to start thinking about what is it that we want to let go of? What are we over full of that we need to release? So for me, full moons give me an opportunity or represent a point in the month where I can reflect on what am I currently holding on to? What is the current belief that I'm carrying? What is something that I am gripping to? Or what is something that I have accidentally manifested in that I no longer wish to hold on to? So what am I surrendering? What am I letting go of? What cords am I cutting? 
what have I accidentally manifested or what's recently come into my awareness that I want to let go of? So this is all about release and surrender. So when I was in Sedona, a lot of stuff came into my awareness, a lot of energy and a lot of chords. And I'll explain what a chord is in a second, but a lot of chords that I really wanted to cut and and sever ties with. And I thought, oh, this is perfect. Like I have all this new stuff in my awareness. Why don't I create a beautiful ritual around this with the full moon that's coming up? So when we think about chords, chords are more of an energetic attachment. So like a an old boyfriend, a business relationship, an old job, um, a girlfriend or a friend that you used to be friends with, like anyone's energy that you feel like is in your field. And for some reason, there's still a connection to you. That's a cord that you can energetically sever and cut. So when I did my full moon ritual, I sat in meditation first and asked, what do I need to release? What am I holding on to that I want to let go of? And it was a lot of emotional stuff, shame and guilt and some old trauma, some old wounding, limiting beliefs, and also some codependent relationships and other people's energy that I felt was projecting onto me that I no longer wanted to be responsible for. So sometimes if we're in codependent relationships, whether that's in business, because that happens in business, friendships or romantically, we can still hold on to a belief or a connection to a someone that actually keeps us stuck or holds us back. And for me, I wanted clear space. I have been asking for space for 18 months now, and there's an intentional reason behind it for what I'm calling into my life. So I want to make sure that any old cords, old energies have been cut. So then after sitting in a meditation and getting really clear on, okay, what is it that I want to surrender, release? What am I holding on to? What do I need to cut? Whose energy is in my field? What's a scenario that I've manifested that I want to let go of? I get my journal out and I start writing. So if you are cutting a cord on a relationship, any type of relationship, friendship, business, romantic, it's a great practice on a full moon to write a letter to this person. And you can be as colorful and descriptive as you would like. What I find helps is one, claiming and stating my truth and using my voice and sharing how I feel. So I I feel hurt. I feel betrayed. I feel disrespected. And also I forgive you. So forgiveness is huge because forgiveness is also a big part of the release and the cutting the cord. So writing letters, um, speaking your truth, declaring that you forgive the person and then atoning for your own contribution to the relationship. Where have you acted in a way that was out of integrity? What have you, you know, said yes to that was really a no. How is that out of alignment? How did it harm the other person? Because even in the situations where we have been the most wronged, we've also contributed to the wrongdoing. And that is just truth. Okay, so let me just explain that a little bit more because I'm sure some of you are going, well, that doesn't make any sense. Like this person lied to me or they cheated on me or they did this or they did that and I didn't deserve that. And no, you, you didn't deserve it. And also, if you do get honest with yourself, there's something there that contributed to the behavior. So it might be a poor boundary that you set. It might be disregarding your own intuition. It might be allowing someone to disrespect you or allowing yourself to disrespect yourself. There's always something that we do that contributes to other people doing us dirty as well. 
and we learn from it and we grow from it and we create boundaries. So full moons are a great opportunity for you to release the shame, the judgment, the guilt that you might be carrying for that situation. And also speaking your truth, claiming it, and then forgiving the other person. So for me, what I did on this past new moon was I wrote a lot of letters. Like it took me probably four or five hours, not going to lie, but it was a lot. I needed, I needed to do it. And so we write these letters and even it could be, um, like to money, it could be to a person, it could be a situation. It doesn't have to be like, it doesn't have to look a specific way. And by the way, this is what works for me. Try it on for size. And maybe you come up with your own unique ritual that feels really good. So lots of release writing, lots of letting go. It could be that you are surrendering a limiting belief that you're not worthy. It could be that you are letting go of this fear around money and you're ready to step into this idea of abundance. Maybe in your business, you are letting go of a fear of showing up authentically. And maybe you just don't feel aligned. If you're in network marketing, maybe you don't feel aligned with the leadership style of the person that's coaching you and you want to release judgment and guilt and fear around being 100% authentically you. So you need to release all this shame and guilt and energy so to create more space for you to call in the thing that you really want, right? So you get my point. Okay. So we write these beautiful, beautiful letters and we state our intention. We surrender and release. And then what I love to do is actually have a burn ceremony. Now you want to obviously do this in a fire safe way. Um, you don't want any forest fires. You don't want to burn down your house. I recommend going outside. I use the grill. Um, so what I do is I go outside, I rip the paper out of my notebook and I usually have a crystal with me. Um, I love rose quartz. Rose quartz is a crystal of the heart chakra. So it's coming from a love perspective. And anytime I write a release letter to someone or I do a new moon ceremony, everything I'm releasing is with love because at the end of the day, the core of everything we do comes back to love because that's all we want, right? So people hurt us because they just want love. We hurt people because we just want love. We tolerate other people hurting us because we just want to be loved. And so when we are sending this release letter out into the world, sending it out in the vibration of love allows us to then attract the love that we want. So sending it out with a vibration of anger and resentment and guilt and judgment will continue to uh, send that, that vibration back. So I get a book of matches and I read the letters out loud to state it to the universe. And then I light it on fire and I watch it burn and I just send it love and gratitude. And then when it's completely burned, I will do the next letter. And then when that is fully complete, I say a prayer, I say, thank you. And then if you really want to go the extra mile and like do the full shebang, I always recommend taking a bath. So bathing rituals, again, I mean, literally guys, like you can create a ritual out of anything. Okay. You can create a ritual out of eating food. You can create a ritual around going to the bathroom. I mean, like everything gets to be a ritual, right? It's all about the intention that you set and the environment that you want to create. But I really love to take a bath. So I do hot water. I do Epsom salts. I have some crystals. I have some fake candles that just add ambiance and I just sit in the tub and I breathe and I just imagine like everything that I just released, like sliding off my body, 
there's actual science behind salt and how it reverses negative charge in your body. It's really, really powerful. You can Google it. So that's why I recommend Epsom salt. So I soak in an Epsom salt bath and I just visualize any negative energy being alchemized into positive energy and seeing myself in love and light. And I always recommend taking a shower after you take a bath because it just further rinses everything off. And then uh, from there I go to bed. And maybe say another prayer, read a book, and so it is. And I say some gratitudes, and that's the end of my that's the end of my full moon ritual. So obviously, you can take from this what resonates and what doesn't. But um, this is kind of the practice that I do. So I'm going to share a quick story that was really funny and interesting that happened in Sedona. I shared this on my social media the other day, but I really have been tuning into my intuition. And whenever I am out and about like exploring, shopping, looking for crystals, or if even if I have an intention for something in particular that I want to buy, I'm always open to being guided. So if my gut tells me to go left, I go left. If my intuition tells me to go right, I go right. And when I shop for things, I'm very present and very much in attunement with what is going on in my head and what is going on in my body. I have learned that I'm not an impulse buyer from a lack or judgment perspective any longer. I used to be. So I would buy things for the sake of impressing others or because I thought it was going to enhance my self-worth. Now, whenever I'm shopping, it's a vibration. It's a feeling or butterflies that I get or like this, like a literal like expansion or excitement or like visceral tingly of, oh my God, this is a yes. And especially when it comes to clothes, like if I see something that I'm like, oh, that's beautiful. Like I immediately pick it up and put it on and see what it feels like. And then I make a decision from there. If the experience that I'm having in my body is an equal energy exchange to what the actual price of the product is. Using that as a backdrop, I was wandering around Sedona and my soul kind of guided me into this vibey little shop that had like yoga pants and jewelry and knickknack things. And I'm a sucker for good branding and like really cute displays. So naturally I wandered into this store and I was looking around and I turn a corner and I see a bookshelf that has matches on it, like a book of matches. And this book of matches is like, really beautiful pink roses. And I love pink roses. I think it's such a beautiful feminine, like, like energy for me. And I just love surrounding myself with pink roses. They're in my bedroom all the time. And so I see this book of matches, it's pink roses, and it has the word love on it. And I had one of those like visceral gut hits to just buy the matches. And I don't have a ton of candles in my house. I'm very sensitive to smells. So I don't tend to light a lot of candles. I light some Palo Santo, but I have a, I have a lighter for that. So like, you know, technically I didn't need them, but I liked them. And I was like, okay, I'm getting these matches. And the next day, I think it was the next day or the day after I, it was the full moon. And so I'm going to do my burn ceremony. I've written all my letters. I've cried. I have my rose quartz in my pocket and I am getting ready to go downstairs to light these letters on fire. And I grabbed the matches. I mean, I had a lighter, but I grabbed the matches and I come downstairs and I'm reading my letters outside. And with each letter, I declare to the universe out loud that I say, I'm cutting this cord with love, gratitude, and compassion. And I take the book of matches and I strike the match on the side. And as I'm burning the letters, I'm looking at the matches and I'm thinking, and I see the word love and I'm like, of course, 
I got these matches, like my soul guided me to this gorgeous box of matches that are vibrating at the frequency of love so that when I did this full moon ceremony and I released all this stuff, I could literally burn them with love matches. Like how divine, right? So that's my little sidebar story about the full moon ceremony that I had on um, when I was in Sedona. And you know what? I'll probably record a whole nother podcast episode on what my intention was. It goes way deeper. And um, I think I need to save that and do that story. It's justice and having its own podcast episode. So, so that was my full moon ceremony. Now let's talk about new moons. So how do new moons factor in? So If a full moon is full of light and we know that the full moon then moves slowly and slowly to become void of light, then when we think about a new moon, we think the new moon is completely void of light. And as it goes through its next phase, it's going to start filling up and filling up and filling up with more light. So when you think about new moon ceremonies, new moon ceremonies are a really great time to get clear on what it is that you want to call in. What do you want to be filled up with? So for me, I love to manifest what I want at full moon or at new moons rather. So I will sit very similarly um, in ceremony, just like I would with a full moon. I'll meditate first and get really clear on what my desires are so that my physical vibration can match the thing that I want as if it's already here. So for example, we're in the month of August right now. August is the eight month, the month of abundance. And I love to sign more clients in the month of August. So for those of you that don't know, I do uh, one-to-one mentorship for entrepreneurs or those that want to get into business. And right now, I did this in July. I got really clear on the new moon about what did I want my August to look like and what did I want to call in. And right now I have four one-to-one private mentorship spots open. Now, how did I come up with the number four? Well, I sat in meditation on a new moon and I asked, what am I energetically available for? I'm open to receive. I'm ready to hold space. What am I energetically available for? And I sit and I listen and I wait and the number comes through and I feel it in my body. I anchor it in, I write it in my journal. And so it is. And I set it out into the universe. So if any of you have been looking, shameless plug sidebar, if you are in a place right now in your business or your life where you're feeling like you are on the cusp and you are literally ready to make the next six months of your life, the best six months and lay a foundation for success, abundance, happiness, fulfillment, momentum in your business, then I would love to connect with you. Um, You can go to my Instagram, you can DM me and we can we can talk more about what that might look like. So I have space right now for four women. And I know that because in my new moon ceremony, that is exactly what came through to me. And that is what I am energetically available to receive. So new moons, we get in meditation. We think about what am I open to receiving? Now, this could be love. Maybe you are calling in your soulmate. Maybe you are wanting to get pregnant. Maybe you are wanting to start a business or you're like me and you're thinking about, okay, who can I hold space for? And you want to call in more abundance or more clients. Maybe you're trying to buy a house. I mean, you can literally desire whatever you want. A new belief that I've been anchoring into a lot lately that just feels like super juicy and yummy is that my desires are divine. Like how good is that? Like anything I desire is divine. Um, My spiritual advisor, Haley Cole, 
shared that with me and I just anchored into my body so deeply. So on a new moon, my desires are divine. What is it that I desire? And then I journal on it. I start thinking about what is it that I want to call in? And then I get into the energy and the excitement as if it's already happened. So something that can be really helpful post new moon is to anchor back into the thing that you want to call in and start journaling or acting as if it's already here. So if I am calling in four clients every single day, I can wake up and write in my journal, like, I'm so grateful for these four women that are coming to me. I can't wait to serve them. I can't wait to see them grow and like expand in their business and the magic that we're going to create, you know, and I can think about the money that's going to come in and how excited I am about that and what we're going to co-create together and what I'm going to buy and how I'm going to use it and all the things, right? So you just get into the energy of the thing that you want already existing and you start to vibrate at this abundant level. So meditate first on what it is that you want to call in, journal it out and get really clear on what it is. So I'm a numbers person, right? So I like to feel into the energy of the thing that I want first. And then I start breaking it down. And I do this in my actual journal. I start to think about, okay, four clients and here's what they're going to pay monthly. And here's how much revenue I'm going to receive. And I'll have a six month runway for that. And I can invest in this thing and I can do this thing. So it's for me, full moons, I think are a little bit more about energetically releasing and more spiritual where new moons are all about what's possible and calling it in. And then I kind of get into a little bit more of a masculine energy and start to strategize. That's what works for me. Everybody's energy is different. Yours might be completely opposite. So that's what I do on new moons. And then I don't actually burn the letters that I do on new moons. I actually keep that in my journal and I keep that energy of what I'm pulling into me. I keep it close and I keep coming back to it. So it's almost like goal setting, right? So how this can work in your business is exactly that it's goal setting. So on the new moons, I like to set new goals and think about what is it that I want. And then I take action from that place as if it's already happened. I did a really great podcast episode on you know, acting from your higher self and what would that person do? So I pull this in on a new moon as well. So if I know that I want to call in for new clients and let's say I'm raising my rates and I, you know, this, I want to call in my, my King, right. Then how would the version of me that already has what she wants, how would she start showing up every single day? So when I wake up in the morning, what kind of thoughts would I have? What would my daily practices look like? What would my business look like? What decisions would I make? What boundaries would I create? What would I say yes or no to, right? So on a new moon, I'm anchoring in the actions and the foundations from a place of it already being done that my higher self is doing. And I mean, we're human, we're going to make mistakes, we're going to slip up, right? And so when we come to a full moon, it's an opportunity to reflect on, okay, what's working, what's not, what do I need to release? What do I need to reevaluate? And then how can I regroup and reassess for the next 14 days? So this is just as much a spiritual practice as it is a business strategy. And the two get to coexist. I really believe that spirituality and all the woo woo stuff is a place of divine guidance. And when you can start tapping into these frequencies of your higher self, because your higher self already knows what's up and you can start acting from that place. And then you go and apply it to business with the strategy and the masculine and and all that stuff. Like 
things just happen so much easier. It feels better in your body because it's what's in alignment for you. So of course, this is something that you can try on for size. This is what works for me. I would highly encourage you to try it on for size and see what works for you. And then let me know how it goes. Like share it on your social, tag me, DM me. Of course, I want to celebrate you and, and hear like, is this way out of the box for you? Or is this something cool that maybe you've been wanting to lean into a little bit more and we can be like full moon, new moon soul sisters together. So, <laughs> so that's what I wanted to share with you guys today. Thank you so, so much. I love you and I'm cheering for you. And like I said, if you love this episode, share it, tag me and slide into my DMs. Let me know if, if it was helpful. And until the next episode, live your boldly courageous life. Bye guys. Thank you so much for living your boldly courageous life with me today. I am beyond grateful for you and this amazing community we are building together. It is truly my mission to get this message out into the world and empower others to fully step into the life they've always dreamed of. I would be incredibly grateful if you would join me in this mission by sharing this episode with your friends and heading over to iTunes and leaving me a five-star review. And until the next episode, remember to live your boldly courageous life.